0: Hi, and welcome back to Walk the Cinema Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about Arsenic and Old Lace. But first, a word from our sponsor.
1: So I picked the movie for a multitude of reasons. Um, Criterion announced that they were going to release this October 11th. And I was like, huh, I never heard of that. Because they do like their annual Cary Grant, and I thought it would be a different one, but... So I looked it up, and it sounded really funny Mm. and interesting. And there's a lot of like early Hollywood caliber in this. It's directed by Frank Capra, which he directed It's a Wonderful Life. And Mrs. Smith Goes to Washington, and It Happened One Night. So there's a lot of big movies he did. And it also has Cary Grant, a very young Cary Grant, which I, I know you liked his performance in this.
0: Yeah, just to kind of give a background knowledge of, like, this movie, because I never heard of it, you never heard of it. I've talked to a couple people about this movie since watching it, and they've never heard about it. So I really don't know how popular it is um, in terms of, like, how culturally aware it is. But basically, it's this movie about this man who writes... Books about, like, not wanting to get married, that marriage is kind of like a trap, yada bada. But he ends up getting married, and that's kind of like a very small portion of it. But then he goes and stays with his aunts, who kind of raised him, and he finds out that they have been mercy-killing people based on the fact that they're killing, like, old men that are... Who they deem like lonely and sad, like if they're not married mm-hmm. and have no kids, or like you know they don't they don't have people with them anymore. They're like, oh, this guy obviously wants to die, so <laughs> right. we'll do him the the honor of like getting rid of him.
1: I and- think it's relevant they were talking about that because like recently Jean Luc Godard died, mm. and he chose to go in a suicide chamber in Switzerland.
0: That's crazy.
1: And off himself. Or have other people off him. I think it works with some gas, whatever. And this is kind of like what they're doing, which is still debatable now. Or like, should we give people the mercy of choosing when they should go because they have nothing else to live for? But in this case, they're choosing for them, which is not
0: cool. They're not giving them the option to even like back out of it. Like, they're just like, here, drink some of this wine that we have.
1: (laughs) Right. But without looking at it from the super heavy side, it is funny. And there's these old women that don't really mean any arm. So it, it it turns out to be like a great setup for this screwball comedy.
0: Yeah. It's it's a really, I think all the car the cast of characters is really interesting. Um, you have Cary Grant, which I didn't even know that it was Cary Grant until, I don't know, maybe halfway through the movie, maybe a quarter of the way in. I had that I'm not with a sure.
1: Peter Laurie. Yeah. Where I was like, huh. I know that face. Yeah,
0: it was like, this guy's <laughs> like, and, you know, I've only seen, I haven't seen that many movies with Cary Grant before. You know, I think, I, I, including this, I think a total has been has been now brought up to four movies where Cary Grant is the star. And they're all kind of him being a little bit older. I think North by Northwest is like the... The youngest I'd ever seen him That's in. like
1: 15 years old or something like that? Yeah,
0: something like that. And then like all the other ones, he's kind of like past his prime, I would mm-hmm. guess, you know?
1: Let's well, like, say like, more than fifty Because this was filmed a lot earlier than it was released. So he's even younger yeah. than what he was by the time this released. Because this had, I, I want to say complications, but I think the deal was that the movie wouldn't come out while the play was in broadway mm-hmm. so they filmed this like three or four years before it even came out mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i think that you know i i kind of have always pictured him as kind of the older kind of older gentleman because i mean we've seen him in um walk don't run which is kind of i feel like that's a kind of obscure sure carrie grant movie and um charade which is very much not obscure um but This, like, genuinely made me think that Cary Grant was, like, a really good actor. He's really funny in this. He's really
1: funny. Not just, like, funny because the lines are good. They are. But he's also, like, acting with his face and his facial expressions. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And the way he moves is funny. Yeah. I don't know. He he really did, like, do a really good job. Mm -hmm. And from now on, I'll be thinking of Cary Grant. In, in
0: this yeah in this yeah yeah this this his role in this has completely like rearranged my thinking when i think of Cary grant you know like this is going to be my go-to movie when i think of Cary grant because he's yeah, just he same. he really shines in this and i mean uh, which is kind of hard for him to shine in this because i think everybody else also has really good iconic characterization in this right. Because you have the, um, he he ends up, you know, getting, his brother comes back. Um, right, the Boris Karlov brother, not yeah, Terry. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Terry Roosevelt. Yeah. He has two brothers. Maybe we should talk about that. He has yeah. two brothers. Um, one of them lives with his aunts and he's kind of... Delusional? Yeah, he's delusional. He thinks he's the president of the United States. He yeah. has a bugle. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: He yells charge every time he goes up the stairs like Roosevelt did in a, what was it, San Quentin? I don't know. Something like
0: that. Yeah, something like that. And then he has this other brother that's been kind of like off the wall. He's kind of like, everyone thinks he's a little weird and intimidating. Yeah, he's
1: been all over the world. He's also a serial killer.
0: Yeah, and he turns out to be also a serial killer. So...
1: That's part of the story that's like kind of like underlying where... Cary Grant is kind of scared of his own family and of being like them Mm -hmm. because they're all different. They're all kind of murdering, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're very...
1: Teddy is not, or Terry, Teddy, is not doing it Mm -hmm. actively, but he's helping. He's the one burying the the victims from the aunts. Mm -hmm. So... The whole family is kind of screwed, and that plays into the ending, Mm -hmm. which I guess we can talk about later.
0: Yeah. But essentially, like, you know, all of these people do a really good job at making their characters, like, likable and um, funny. Like, everything's funny. They always make the... I think that they did want Boris Karloff to play the brother... Mm. Um, and they couldn't get him, or... did you read this, yeah, oh, okay, I think so.
1: that makes it even funnier, though. yeah,
0: <laughs> and so they they there's like a running joke that you know the guy just like the brother looks like Boris Karloff and they're <laughs> like I mean he has like the plastic surgeon that made him look like that, right. you know it's it's funny, it's like something that's really stupid, yeah, but everyone it's funny. when
1: they meet him it's like, I know you from somewhere, yeah, are you in the movie? <laughs>
0: It's just like a, a, I don't know. There was like so many moments in this film that made me laugh out loud and it was not something that I was expecting. Right. It
1: was really funny. I think it took a while to get Mm -hmm. funny because it does start with him being the guy that writes about marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think the purpose of this is to be a maiden and switch Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's going to be a movie about this guy that writes about marriage who's being followed by paparazzi or journalists or whatever they're gonna like call them out on it and expose them for it
0: but yeah. then it's like
1: oh no is answer murdering i think it's supposed to be a bait and switch yeah that and part didn't work too great on us because i guess we knew what we were going into
0: kind of i mean it, i think it still does like do an okay job at baiting and switching even though you kind of have like a an idea of what's going on um because like you're really not i wasn't really expecting it to have this intense comedic feel Hmm. you know so when it does kind of bait and switch you it's still really funny just because of how how the characters react to the news you know what i mean like he finds out that his aunts are murdering people because he finds a body in like the window sill uh seat and he asks his aunt, and they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we do that. We we did that to him.
1: Yeah, they're willing to t- to tell everyone that they killed him.
0: Yeah, because it's just like, oh, we're not going to lie about it. We're just going to tell you because we don't think what we're doing is wrong. You they,
1: know? Yeah, we killed him and 12 others yeah. or 11 others. And they're, like, debating how many people they've killed.
0: Yeah. And they're like, oh, we did it because, you know... We're doing them a, a service, and we, we're always respectful. We hold, like, a funeral service and whatnot, you yeah, know? Yeah, and that's
1: why, like, they're, like, they, they don't want the brother. When the brother comes, he brings a dead body, mm-hmm. and he says, I'm going to bury it there. And they're like, no, we don't want someone we don't know. Yeah. That's not pure. That's not a pure way of killing these people. people. <laughs> it, like
0: yeah.
1: You probably just kill them because you he crossed you. We killed people because we're helping them.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Like, they they still have, like, some level of, like, oh, what we do is different than what you do. But it's still the same outcome. Like, they still have (laughs) as many bodies. They, like, were debating on, like, who had a higher kill count in the movie. I I think the funniest
1: part was when they almost added someone else to the kill count. Yeah, The guy that shows up to rent a room. Mm -hmm. And they actively try to kill him in front of Cary Grant. Yeah. And it's like please, not not it's now. It's like not
0: now. And, you know, Carrie Grant's trying to like juggle having a new wife and stuff and you know, that kind of gets pushed by the wayside, which is like something I think when this movie came out was probably really funny because when you're watching the beginning, like it's about their relationship. Like he realizes that he fell in love with the neighbor girl and he got married to her pretty quickly. And you think it's going to be about their life because her, her dad comes over and talks to, to, to Carrie Grant's aunts and he, he says like, oh, who would want a son-in-law that writes these types of books? You know, like, how do I know he's not just gonna leave my daughter, you know, right. or, you know, whatever. um
1: But she so, gets forgotten about by him. Yeah. He literally forgets about
0: her immediately. I mean, but,
1: but to be fair, it, it'd be hard to forget someone you married the day of, but also you just found out there's 12 people dead. In yeah. the house you grew up in. <laughs> yeah. So that's something.
0: And you're like, old, innocent-looking aunts that are really sweet and, like, <laughs> take care of people have, like, murdered a dozen people, you know? Right. It, it would be really hard to, like, grasp that. And they do, like, play it off. It's really funny, I think.
1: No, it's a really funny movie. It really did work. And I think I might like it even more on a second time about.
0: I, I agree. Because I think... Now that you kind of have the general, like, overview of what's happening, you can enjoy the little things. Because I think every single actor kind of acts without saying anything. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of physical and facial movements that are comedic, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Cary
1: Grant just looks at the camera a couple times and does a face. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, but I think on a rewatch also the beginning, I will think it's even weaker
0: Yeah, because the maiden
1: switch is not going to work even more.
0: Mm. I do think it's a little bit slow at the beginning. And I think towards the end, not the ending, but towards the end, it starts to drag out a little bit because essentially what happens is um, the Boris Karloff brother Mm -hmm. is planning to murder uh, Cary Grant and kind of blame all the murders that have happened in the basement like on him Mm -hmm. and that would include the the guy that he murdered so it was kind of a perfect opportunity for him um to kind of just a up his kill count because he feels a little inadequate with uh
1: Two old ladies yeah. having the same amount of kills as him.
0: Yeah, he, he <laughs> he's like, I, I can't let this stand. That I have character to. is
1: also really funny. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't actively act funny because yeah. he's supposed to be, like, a...
0: intimidating. Yeah,
1: intimidating and strong and yeah. scary, but he, he's really funny mm-hmm. without being, like, out there funny. Mm-hmm. It's just all the characters in this are funny except for me, maybe the, the Teddy character. Yeah, he gets a little annoying. He gets a little annoying. He does funny things on his own. Like, he says funny things. But then, like, his existence is a little too slapstick for me. Mm. We're like, oh, yeah, we're just okay with someone that runs up the door and yells charge every time. Yeah. It it brings me a little out. So I think that's probably the least funny character for me. But he does have one-liners that are pretty funny.
0: Yeah. But it gets slow when the police end up showing up and they have no... Like, even though Cary Grant is actively tied up and, like, hog-tied, essentially, <laughs> right. to a chair, they're not understanding that uh, he's in danger and that they're in danger. They really
1: tied him up, too. They tied him, like, his neck to his uh, yeah. ankles. <laughs> <laughs> like, the man was sitting on the chair bending forward. That couldn't be comfortable.
0: No. But that's where it gets a little drawn out for me, too. And then, obviously, the ending... Um, he finds out that he's not actually related yeah. to any of these people.
1: So that's, and he's very excited. Like, I said that was, like, the the most excited I've seen someone find out that they're adopted. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God. Thank God I'm not like you guys. Yeah. I mean, you guys are okay, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. You all murder people.
0: Yeah. he's. I think he's, like, he, he, he knows he loves them. Right. <laughs> in a sense, you know. But he's really happy that he doesn't have to worry about the, that kind of tendency. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was like what was bothering him the entire movie especially in terms of his new marriage. So, you know, like I think he ends up getting everybody either into an asylum or into jail. Mhm. And then he's kind of free to live his life.
1: Right, with the with the new wife. Yeah. And the knowledge that his family murdered dozens of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really difficult, but he is at least... And I don't even know what's supposed to happen, you know, in the grand scheme of things after the movie ends, you know what I mean? Because him and his, his new bride end up going to
1: Niagara Falls or something. Yeah, which was the plan from the get-go. If he hadn't found out that there was a body under the windows seat, they would have just have gone to Niagara Falls. They're yeah. already in Brooklyn, so not it's not like it's far.
0: Yeah. But so, he ends up going there. The aunts and and Teddy end up going to the asylum. And I think uh, the Boris Karloff brother ends up going to jail. And uh, Peter Lore mm-hmm. just <laughs> ends up leaving. Like, he gets out of there unscathed.
1: I don't know if that's like a nod to the first Frankenstein.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: where, you know, or the second Frankenstein, I'm sorry, the brother of Frankenstein,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where Frankenstein lets the doctor go.
0: Maybe. And in
1: this movie, the doctor also goes. I don't know. It could, could be. be, since they have Boris Karloff. Yeah. As a, I mean, they have this Frankenstein face, like the Frankenstein look yeah. to the brother.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of the same where the, the doctor has a foreign accent, mm-hmm. and, and, you know,
1: he's... He has a German accent, because he is German.
0: Yeah. You know, it's... I could definitely see it being a, a nod to that for sure.
1: That would be a cool little tidbit. connection. Yeah. Because yeah. We, we've we covered all the Frankensteins. And I love them. You like them. Yeah, I like them. So anyone that nods at them, I'm like, yes.
0: <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's an interesting, this is an interesting movie. I really recommend this to uh, anyone that's in, just wants a good laugh.
1: Yeah. You and know? If you like other dark comedies, this could like shoot up your lists of favorite dark comedies yeah easily
0: yeah this is a really good film i really enjoyed it it was really funny it made me laugh Mm -hmm. like pretty much all the way through essentially you know the build-up was a little bit slow and i'd say it's like what
1: 20 minutes of build-up maybe something like that i I wasn't checking the time but yeah it wasn't it wasn't too long
0: no and then after that it's kind of like Joke after joke, but not in in a sense where it's like all all slapstick. Or and besides,
1: all, you know, being you know, just like a screwball comedy from the forties, it also looks good. Yeah, it does. It, and it like the sets are really pleasant. But criteria will be releasing it, uh, like a week from this coming out. Mm. If you pre-order it, you'll be getting it. Uh. <laughs>
0: I would recommend it. I probably will get this eventually on Criterion because I just liked it so much. And yeah, I'm okay with that. I would love to see what kind of features, features that they the have. Booklet. Yeah, because I don't know. It's one of those movies where I'm I am kind of surprised that I've never heard about it because it is so interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I think Frank Capra and Cary Grant both just have bigger films, and it's not like this is super obscure. It's not just like some things just. Don't hit us. Yeah. Like, I know about a lot of movies that other people wouldn't know, and other people know about movies I wouldn't know. But this one is surprising that it never came across our radar. I think just the title is really long and doesn't give much away, but once you do read the synopsis, you're like, oh, this sounds good. Like, that's what that was immediately, yeah, like, immediately Criterion was releasing it, so of course I'm reading about it. Like, I read about, like, multiple companies' releases, because... It's interesting to me. And it was like, oh, I want to watch this. Yeah. And I was like, you're watching this with me. And you also, like, read it and you're like, oh, I do want to watch it with you.
0: Yeah. It it did capture me. And I was... I honestly thought that, yeah, it looked like a comedy, but I kind of thought that since it was all about, like, murdering people, that it would be kind of like a, a horror, a thriller to some mm-hmm. extent, but it's it's not.
1: I mean, so. the the... the... It's not a horror movie at all, but they do lean towards that mm-hmm. like spooky side I mean, it's because lo- it's it is spooky. on Halloween. Yeah. It's on Halloween. It's about murder. There's a nod to Frankenstein. I mean, there's a lot of horror elements. It's just not a horror movie.
0: Yeah.
1: It is a straight up comedy mm-hmm. about murder. <laughs> like we joke about murder all the time. Right.
0: But uh, what did you rate it?
1: I rated it a 7 mm-hmm. out of 10. It could have gone higher. But I don't know. On the first viewing, I did really enjoy it. But it did it did have slow moments we talked about. Mm-hmm. But I am excited to watch it again. I'm excited to spend $20 on the Criterion for it. So... It could definitely go up, and it probably will. It is very enjoyable, and I'm glad we came across it, because it might become a classic for us.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree. I also gave it a 7 out of 10, but the more I think about it, the more I think it might be closer to an 8 just on enjoyability. the Like, the enjoyability factor, and so, you know, maybe on a second watch, if it still holds up with it being funny and, you know... Uh, bring me joy, because it mm. did bring me joy. Um, and is better than North by Northwest? 100%. Hot take? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not big fans of North by Northwest, so, I mean.
1: It's not better than Charade. But it could be. Actually, it could be. we got to watch it back to back.
0: Yeah. They're, they might not be comparable. So. They are
1: comparable. I don't know. We'll see. Everything's comparable.
0: But, yeah, overall, I genuinely would recommend this movie to Anybody that likes, you know, comedic. you already
1: have. I heard you on the phone with your friends telling them to watch it.
0: Yeah, literally, <laughs> I literally did that. Like the day after, I had like a phone conversation with a couple of my friends, and I was like, "You guys need to watch this. You'd like it because <laughs> it's 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 a good time, and it's not. It it's is a little hours. long. It it's is a little hours. long for like what it is, and like we said, we had it. We had like those slow moments, but I think it's worth it because yeah. you'll you'll still get a kick out of it. So. You know?
1: Yeah, definitely. It didn't feel incredibly long. No. But two hours is two hours, and it takes it off the clock regardless of how it feels. Yeah. But if you have the time... Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Even if it's on the background while you're, I don't know, doing a painting or Mm. working on a spreadsheet.
0: Yeah. But I think that's all we have to say about it. So don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a comment if you can, rate us if you want to...